following is a paid program from Innovative Financial Solutions. This is the Retirement Playbook with your retirement coach, Brock Allspa. Brock and his team form your retirement offensive line from Innovative Financial Solutions. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Brock provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans perfectly executed. And now, here is the Retirement Playbook with Brock Allspa. Good morning, Southeast Missouri, and wherever you may be listening, this is the Retirement Playbook with your host, Brock Allspaugh, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people, and we're here with you every Saturday morning, bringing you great information to help you in your retirement and what you want it to look like. We also are always joined by my co-host here, Mr. Tony Shore. Good morning, Tony. How are you? Well, good morning, Brock. I am great. I've had a good week. Um, my wife and I unexpectedly uh, got a, a couple of comp tickets the day of, it was Monday, and I got a text from a friend, hey, we've got two tickets for you to see Journey and Toto at the XL Energy Center. It was here how, in Minneapolis. I'm in the Minneapolis. How could you say no? How could you and, say no? And so we went. It was a great show. I mean, wow. I'm a huge fan of Toto. I love Toto. I, and I had never seen them live. Uh, wife and I had seen Journey a couple of times. But, yeah, they put on a great show. It was packed. I think there were over 30,000 people. Wow, that sounds it was, fantastic. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you got to experience that. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah, that was fun. So that's kind of the highlight of my last week. How about you? What have you been up to? Oh, you know, it's just the usual, Tony. It's just the usual. You're running around chasing kids to different sports and practices and <laughs> It's actually kind of nice right now. We're in a little bit of a lull because wrestling is over and, we're, you know, we're waiting on track for the younger one and the, the high schooler. He's already full-fledged into the track season, so he's actually got his first meet today. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, at uh, Notre Dame High School. So, anyway, nice. uh, yeah, things are great. Business is good. Uh, and, you know, it's good to see a little bit of the market tipping up today or the last few days. And so... Um, you know, that's what we're going to talk about today is some market volatility and yeah, by it's the way, been really up and down. It's been bananas. Really? It has. And, um, you know, I, I just, uh, look, we just want to make sure that everybody, uh, is aware of how to handle market volatility and we don't want you to make some mistakes. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. Really excited about this because we can help a lot of people, uh, from not making those big mistakes that people have made in the past. That's what life's all about, Tony, right? Yep. Learning from yours and other people's mistakes. Uh, but before we get into that, Tony, let's uh, tell the people that they about our website. Uh, it's a great website to go to to get great information on how to uh, go about doing this whole retirement thing. So uh, look us up. It's theinnovativeteam.com, theinnovativeteam.com. And you can check out past shows. You can actually listen specifically to a, type, a topic that you uh, is that is of interest to you. Uh, also, you can download uh, our retirement income toolkit. Uh, you can learn about Roth conversions. Uh, that's been a big topic too, Tony, because you know when when the market's down, it's a good time if you've been considering a Roth conversion. 
uh, when the market is down is, is a good time, obviously for, uh, the reasons of, you know, the growth was tax free that you would have, uh, when this thing bounces back. So, uh, lots of great information. You can actually uh, order my book too. It's the last paycheck, how to build sustainable retirement income and keep those paychecks coming in. That's what everybody wants to do. And you can get started by ordering that book, the last paycheck, uh, the all right, Tony, you ready? To I am talk ready. Market volatility. Yeah. Listen, it's it's a problem right now. It is a problem, I and mean, it's not right now. It's it's been this way, right? Yeah, I mean, it's true. Twenty twenty one was actually a fairly smooth. We had a couple of little blips in the road there, but it was fairly smooth con- considering you know we were coming out of a pandemic, and you know since twenty twenty, it's been pretty darn crazy. Uh, and and folks. Crazy doesn't mean just the market's going down, right? Going big spikes up, uh, that's that's also crazy. Uh, and so what we want you to do is just to make sure that when the market is, is, and this is when people make bad decisions, they don't make bad decisions when the market's going up, right? <laughs> Even if it's go up 20%, it's like, oh, great, everything's awesome and everything's sure. rosy. Uh, but we've got, we're still dealing with supply chain issues, right? I mean, from covid and, and, and in fact, we're, we're dealing with some leftover right now with China. You know, they, they have a, a little bit of a spike over there with COVID. And when I say little, Tony, I read an article yesterday, 1,800 infections in one day. And I'm going for the entire country. I mean, you're, you're freaking out about that. I mean, anyway, uh, they have a really tight policy in China, Tony, where if there's any kind of numbers, spike in numbers, they just, it's zero tolerance. They just shut down the whole thing. And, and I mean, it's, it, and that causes, the reason I bring that up is because that causes problems with supply chain, right? Because those people aren't working. They're not going to the factory to make the parts and the products that we need to, to, uh, to, to build products that we have over here. So uh, it's, it's, it's still a major issue. If you look at lumber prices, we've been, you know, kind of watching lumber prices here and it's like, you know, wow, it's crazy. Se- it is crazy. Back in September, Tony, you're talking about four hundred dollars. You know, for that that uh, a plank of wood, and 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 so now uh, you're looking at over fourteen hundred dollars just since, since September. Uh, I mean, that's just it's almost you know it's three and a half times uh, more expensive than it was then. And then you add in the things like Ukraine and and the the war with Russia and and those kinds of things. There's plenty of reasons to be concerned about, you know, the stock market and the economy and those kinds of things. Uh, but there's some things you can also do to address the economic anxiety that you might be feeling. Sure. Well, and that's, you know, that's what we need to do is address, address that. Never, my motto, you know what my motto is, bro. Well, okay. Never, never get too high, never get too low. Okay. <laughs> and I think it's a great topic. And the timing obviously couldn't be better because, as you noted, you know, we're starting to feel like we're coming out of the whole COVID-19 economic crash once and for all. And then we find ourselves in the middle of a dangerous crisis between Russia and the Ukraine. And obviously the implications of that has had real mm-hmm. economic consequences for people around the world. Right. And, uh, you know, inflation. So all this combined, uh, it's been a roller coaster ride. It's been a roller coaster ride, and and Tony, I don't know what you've been reading, but what I have been reading is is that people are forecasting, quote unquote, experts to say that if inflation continues like this, we will uh, be find ourselves in a recession, 
and uh, many are calling for it, you know, by the end of the year or early 2023. And and so, again, another reason for people to feel that anxiety. Um, I personally think we're going to get through some of this supply chain issues. It's going to alleviate itself a little bit. At least that's what I've been reading. And so if that happens in the next few months, that's going to go a long way with helping uh, all of these issues. But I do want to reference an article here, Tony. CNN uh, Business had an article titled Three Steps for Dealing with Market Volatility. And it has some great relevant information that can help us here. Um, and as the article notes, the S&P fell five, excuse me, the S&P 500, uh, that is the index here, uh, fell by more than 5% in January of this year. It's worst performance since the, since the earliest days of the pandemic. And, you know, depending on what kind of index you look at, I mean, we're still down here in the middle of March, uh, you know, five, anywhere from five to 10%, uh, maybe a little bit more, maybe a little bit less, depending on, you know, what indice you look at. Um, but the article further explains that financial experts predict this economic volatility uh, will remain uh, for some time due to inflation, rising interest rates, and these global geopol- geopolitical events. You know that's happening, for example, over here in, in Ukraine. So, so you know, there's a lot of reasons again to to feel like, hey, should I stick this out or what should I do, Tony? People have questions, right? And 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 that's okay. It's good to have questions and to understand, but we need to understand what you should be doing right now, correct? Right. Right. Yeah, that's that's the key. And you need a plan in place and you need one. You really have to be working with a financial services professional like yourself, Brock, because uh, that way you have somebody to keep you on track, keep you from making emotional decisions and helping you uh, adjust your plan as needed. And just having a plan in place is huge. Yep. Uh, and I can't imagine there's a lot out there that gives retirees and pre-retirees stomach pains like market volatility, right? Exactly. And so one of the the first steps, Tony, you know, and I always, always emphasize this with people when we're developing plans and we're talking about your investment portfolio, uh, is to make sure that you have at least a year's worth of income it's retired. Okay. So let's talk about, you know, if people that are retired, if you're retired and you, um, uh, are taking money out of your portfolio to live off as you should, um, you, what I would say is at least have one year's worth of income in a conservative account, whether it's a money market, you know, bond funds are tough right now. We understand rates go up, bond values go down, but, but having, having money in a very conservative account, that you're withdrawing money out of is a huge, that, that to me is, is the number one thing you could do. Okay. And, and, and so, and the article points out that a lot of people took some of that short-term money, Tony, and invested in the market when the market went down. Okay. That's great. That's a short-term move, but you better have that money out now is what my recommendation would be. You know, if you have that short-term money still invested in the market, get it out. Okay. You've got, right. and on top of that, so that's just money that we're talking about living off of, right? You're, you're, you're taking out, say, two or $3,000 a month out of your portfolio. Let's have, you know, again, that would be $36,000 for the year that should be in a very conservative account. Tony, don't confuse that, though, with your emergency account. That's on top right. of that, okay? So yeah. if you should have 20000 or 30000 in an emergency account, that's on top of what we're talking about here. 
Okay. okay. So that, that would be a good first step uh, as far as uh, advice. Well, I think that's great advice. So what's tip number two, Brock? Okay. You're, you, Tony, you're going to be like, Brock, you say this all the time. <laughs> but, but it's true. So here's tip number two. Stick to your plan for longer term investments. Okay. Sure. So, yep. and again, I get it. You know, there's a lot of things to be worried about in the world right now. Uh, but it's right now. Okay. Stay the Stay course. Stay the course. You've developed a good plan. Well, hopefully you have. If you haven't, yeah. you need to call us, by the way, and we can yeah. help you develop a plan for you. 573-332-7855 and get started today. However, um, you know, I, I hear this question a lot. I get some calls and emails about moving money out of the market and putting it in the cash sitting on the sidelines. Don't do it. Okay. You've got to have your shorter term money set aside for that income. You've got to have an emergency account set aside for emergencies. But outside of that, again, these longer term investments that are going to be sources of your income later down the road in retirement, leave them alone. Do not make rash decisions. Okay. Uh, if you've got some dry powder, that you can put money in when the market goes down. That's another great way to take advantage of prices being lower. Okay. So, uh, you know, it's always a good idea to have a little bit of dry powder, but again, don't use that short-term income bucket. Don't use that emergency bucket. I'm talking about just some extra cash above that, that you could have to invest when the market goes down. We call that dry powder. Okay. So, so making sure that you have a plan as to, your allocation of your uh, money to stocks and your allocation to money that are in safer money and maybe, you know, whatever it is, that plan needs to be, you know, you need to stick to it. Okay. And, and make sure that you don't make decisions that are longer term that you've already made that decision to say you were sticking with this. Don't deviate from it. Okay. I know it's easy to do and, you know, you get caught up in all the bad news and whatever else. But just get a plan, stick to your allocation that makes sense for you and your family, and stick to it. Yeah, stick to the plan. Stick That's great plan. advice. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously. Right. So what's the what? Yeah, what's the third tip? Okay, so Tony, in the last couple of years, you know, 2020, 2021, we had the pandemic in twenty twenty. Market goes down thirty percent. We ended up, you know, fifteen to twenty percent up on the S and P five hundred. I mean, it was just bananas, right? Um, 2021, we experienced some really good returns, right? I mean, we're talking mm -hmm. 20, 25% returns for stock market returns, you know, not a, not a overall balanced portfolio, but if you had all your money or if you had your stock market money all in say the S and P 500, you did very well. What that then causes <laughs> is for us to have unrealistic expectations. Okay. And that is not a good thing. Um, uh, it, it reminds us, by the way, this article that you know we were referencing here the, by CNN Business, um, even with the short-term you know, bear market that we're experiencing here, in other words, when the market goes down 5 to 10%, um, these big swings in the market, we don't want to say, hey, over time, we're going to average 10 to 15%, because that's not going to happen. It might happen for five years, Tony. It might happen for even, you know, seven or eight or nine years. 
But over 10 and 20 years, which is what we're talking about, that you know your retirement years will be, maybe even 30 years, okay? Having yeah. a realistic expectations of what your returns will be is a very good thing to have. In other words, that 7 to 8% return, I think, for even an aggressive portfolio, is something that you should look at to be realistic, okay? Does that make sense? We yep. have short periods of time, or again, five to 10 years even, that will have that 10 or 12% rates of returns. But just remember, seven to eight for an aggressive portfolio is good. For a balanced portfolio, you're looking at that five to 6% rates of returns. So be realistic about your expectations, even you know when you think things are going to be different. Does that make sense? So yep. stick with it and have realistic expectations. Yeah, there you go. Realistic expectations exactly. is good, but but of course, I think the the most important tip is uh, work with a financial services professional. I mean, everything you've told us so far is a reminder to do that. And you know, you want to work with somebody who's a fiduciary who can help you with these things. I, I happen to know a guy. I'm not going to name names, Brock Allspa, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. Yeah. So uh, let's take a moment to let our listeners know how they can set up that uh, no charge consultation with you. Yeah, absolutely. So give us a call here, folks, at Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people. This is what we do. This is part of what we do is is, is making sure people don't make mistakes. Okay. And that's what we're talking about here today. And, and we can help you do the same things. So give us a call, 573-332-7855. You know, Tony, it's it's funny uh, because uh, a lot of people know what to do. Okay, yep. uh, I'll make the analogy. You know, again, we call this the playbook. Why? Because we like athletics and sports in our in our family, and 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 sure. we love what we do here to help people retire. So we have that that crossroads there. And and what I'll make an analogy of is my son. So I can tell him how to do something, and he knows what to do. Okay, as far as let's take, give an example of throwing a football or, or playing basketball, whatever it is, he knows what to do, but does he actually do it, right? Or does he yeah. fall into something that he's always done because it's comfortable, okay? Yeah. It's the same thing here. A lot of people know what to do. They just don't do it because they get distracted by noise and everything else. Yeah. So the, one of the main benefits that a financial services professional can bring is just to make sure that you stick with the get a plan developed and you stick to yep. it because we know what to do. And if we're in alignment and we're in agreement of what you should be doing, all we have to do is make sure that it happens. Okay. And we can do that for you here at Innovative Financial Solutions. That's it. Okay. Sorry. Awesome. <laughs> no, no, I think that's great. And now, really briefly, um, we have about uh, five, four or five minutes left. Yeah. Uh, you wanted to talk about Medicare. And, you know, I mean, you've said, uh, you know, you hear a lot about Medicare and Social Security out there. People are worried about it. So what do you want to address with this really quick? Yeah. So what I would say is, is that there's just a lot of, <laughs> I just said the word noise, and it's really applicable here, too. Sure. Um, you know, there's a lot of noise about Medicare and um, is it going to be around and, you know, Social Security is the same way. Is Social Security check going to be there for when I retire? And, and, and we feel like 
that Medicare and Social Security are broke. So let's talk about specifically right now, Medicare. Okay. And I found a very uh, interesting article by Kiplinger titled Five Fixes That Could Help Save Medicare. Okay. And it has some really great uh, insights here. And I'm going to go over them pretty quickly here because we're running out of time here, Tony. Uh, but the first one is this. For many years, we've all seen plenty of news stories and blaring headlines declaring that Medicare is in big trouble thanks to yep. subpar funding and increased cost. Okay, that's what we've all heard, correct? But as yep. it stands, by 2026, Medicare's trust fund for Part A could run dry. Okay, um, and, and so we've talked about that last week. We talked about you know Medicare and their trust fund, and when it's actually not a trust fund, okay? But with Medicare, sure. it is. Um, recall that Part A covers inpatient care in both hospitals and skilled, excuse me, skilled nursing facilities. That's what Part A yeah. covers, okay? Uh, and, and by the way, Part A is funded mainly through a 2.9% payroll tax. Um, with employers and employees both kicking in, you know, 1.45 per person there um, yep. to get to that number. So the Congressional Budget Office, it, it's a it's an office that projects, you know, different financial aspects of the different government entities. But it projects that another $516 billion is needed to cover the program's potential shortfall between 2026 and 2031. Without any action, Tony, Medicare has enough revenue to cover about 91% of Part A costs beginning in 2026. Okay. Okay. So, so those numbers got my attention. Um, and then Parts B and D as well. So what what can be done? Uh, let's jump right to that. Uh, what's, what's a potential fix? Maybe the eligibility age? Tony, I, I think one of the things we could do here, and, and Congress has brought up different ideas, and some people have actually advocated for lowering the, the eligibility age when obviously that just hurts the financial aspects of it. But so sure. one of the things that have been uh, brought up is just to make it higher. So you know, yeah. just like full retirement age for Social Security, that has went from, you know, 62 to 65 to 67 for many people. Uh, we might be looking at a, a deal where we go, okay, it's 67 now. And how much money will that save the system? And maybe we get to that 95, 96, and maybe even 100% of covering those costs uh, by 2026. But, I mean, yeah. Tony, 2026 is right around the corner. we got to do something about this. Uh, Brock, great show today. A lot of talk about that market volatility out there, but we're out of time. Is there anything else you want to add? No, what I would say is, is that people, with when it comes to volatility in the market, it's part of investing, okay? Get a plan and stick to it. When it comes to Medicare, this is something we really need to be concerned about. In my opinion, this is a more pressing issue than Social Security benefits, so we've got to do something, uh, And and uh, but I think we can get it done. I mean, there's no doubt we can get it done, so... Uh, but it, when it comes to your financial plan, give us a call here, folks, 573-332-7855. And we hope you have a great rest of the weekend. Thank you for listening to the Retirement Playbook. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Brock Allspa at Innovative Financial Solutions. Call 573-332-7855 or visit their website at theinnovativeteam.com. 
Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Innovative Financial Planners, a registered investment advisor in the state of Missouri. Insurance products and services are offered through Innovative Insurance Consultants. Innovative Financial Solutions and Innovative Insurance Consultants are affiliated companies. Brock Alspa and Innovative Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.